Hello and welcome to the podcast on jfn.co. This week, we're shedding light on how to actualize social accountability in your community. Please remember to share your remarks and comments on our social media platforms. Enjoy. This podcast is supported by our platinum sponsor, Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa, located in Diani. Diani Reef Resort and Spa, nice people, taking care of nice people. It's not a hotel, it's a way of life. Beyond the boundaries of taste with multi-cuisine dining outlets, bars and well-appointed rooms. Promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere starts here. The right to obtain justifications and explanations from the use of public resources from those entrusted with the responsibility for their management, the performance of the officials and services that are provided in, in a progressive kind of way, realizing the human rights of those that they serve. Conversely, officials and service providers have a duty to provide justifications regarding their performance and take corrective action in instances where public resources have not been used effectively to realize human rights and capabilities. As I always say, to drive this agenda home, we are humbled to have Dr. Kash. Thank you, Jamal. My name is Kashi. Jamin from Kwale County. I am a human rights defender, mm-hmm. social worker, and I work with the organization in Kwale called Human Development Agenda. In brief, is Huda. And in the organization, we work on a variety of issues from governance, peace and security, youth, women empowerment, and uh, different issues concerning the development of human beings. And I work in that organization as the programs manager and also the head of research. Wow. Yes. That's interesting. So, Karibu sana, Dr. Kashi. Thank you. Kashi, we basically want to address issues that fall within the social accountability spectrum that are relevant in our community. As you are aware, there there has been a lot of programs that have been conducted in Kwale, not only Kwale, but even communities beyond Kwale. The big question is, have they delivered the intended uh, output or, or rather the anticipated output from the programs over and above the county government? These programs were there since um, the millennium started. So it's not like, it's, it's, it's not like they've, they've been coming for the last six years. The question is, how much, uh, if we were to do an impact assessment, how much value has been delivered? by projects that are, you know, as you said, uh, that fall under the social uh, spectrum? First of all, it's always good to understand what is social accountability because before we start discussing these issues, it's always good. We, We just have to understand what is social accountability. And a few have said social accountability is a broad uh, topic. Yes. But uh, to make it very clear and understandable to the common monanchi, to me, Social accountability is about, uh, uh, we, we call it uh, participatory governance. 
it's just a, a mode of governance whereby the common mwananchi has been given that power to participate in governing his county. Mm. And uh, uh, if you look at our constitution, actually it has embraced the issue of social accountability. And there's that what we call the, the bottom-up approach of governance, whereby mwananchi mm. has been given power Mm. to decide what he or she wants. Ndio sababu wanakuwa na zile zinitangaje budget participatory forums such exactly things. Yeah? Such things. And if you go back to our constitution and you find that uh, social accountability has actually been recognized by the constitution and we look at article uh, is it article 10 of our constitution mm. where we talk about the national uh, values and principle of governance whereby it recognizes uh, social accountability public participation. Mm. So something that is actually anchored in our constitution. And if you look at our constitution, it's one of the best constitution in the world. In fact, uh, most of the the first world are actually coming back to learn from our constitution because we'll find that the developed countries uh, like uh, uh, they don't actually practice this issue of the top the bottom top approach. It's whereby the government will just sit, decide what people want. They need road, the government will come and put up road. But if you come back to Kenya, our constitution says that before you put up that road, you need to go and ask the the users they, do they need that road for mm. put so you'll find that uh, most of the uh, the first world are coming actually to Kenya and uh, to learn from our constitution to benchmark, to benchmark. <laughs> to benchmark exactly <laughs> <laughs> but the question is are we making good use of our constitution they are benchmarking yes but are we making good use of that constitution definitely maybe not maybe yes so having understanding that, that uh, what is social accountability now it's good also to look at uh, now what roles actually do we have to play as wananchi as the community as the public in in social accountability in holding uh, duty bearers account and uh, according to me i normally look at uh, social accountability from a very broad uh, uh, dimension kwa sababu uh, most of people actually will uh, will look at social accountability they normally say it start uh, uh, at the moment when we are forming the government but according to me i look at social accountability start right from the ballot box the moment you are voting is when we are starting actually to to participate as a mwananchi in uh, in accounting in in taking uh, the government to account because once you make uh, wrong political choices definitely you'll be doing a zero work so once you make the right political choices when you are voting is you know you're beginning actually to play your role but, but you see kashi the thing is yes no one makes a mistake knowing that he's making a mistake when people are voting uh, during the general elections and they do wrong political they make wrong political choices they are not aware at that moment that this is the wrong political choice so basically <clears throat> it's more of a falling victim of what they've been politically conditioned to believe what is right and what is not right so you're yeah. saying people are being programmed to believe what they believe that's why they make the wrong choices you see the, the way society operates is when the moment you're born you will you will be programmed your entire life then uh if you don't make a decision at some stage in your life to take charge of your life then you may go from zero years to 70 years under certain conditioning you'll always be told what's right mm. and what is what's wrong. wrong what to believe in how to behave how to think i mean what to think not how to think you know 
So it, it, it's about, it's, 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 it's really huge. And I think politically that has been the greatest um, mistake us as Kenyans do. Definitely, yes. Because yeah. huh? uh, you find that uh, we have a lifespan of five years uh, from election to election. And when you go to the ballot box, definitely, or maybe you might make a mistake, thinking mm. that you are doing the, you are making the right choice. Yeah. But our constitution is very good, and it, it also recognizes that, and that's why there's that uh, recall clause. <laughs> well, by the definition of social accountability, Dr. Kashi, is, do you think uh, the politicians, uh, the government uh, workers, uh, that is the civil service, yeah, is really engaging uh, this society? on what really is going on, what the society actually needs to know about whatever they have been uh, mandated to do, or it's something that they don't want, because at the end of the day, they know it, the moment uh, the citizens are aware of what, they, uh, what their right is, it's going to be difficult for them to, um, to play the games that they are playing currently, we are seeing. Do they want the citizens yeah. to be aware, actually, yeah, of their yeah. own rights? Yeah. Definitely, not all politicians will want uh, the citizen to actually know what they are doing because they know once they empower the citizen, definitely become very, very difficult to, to rule them. And uh, I want to bring you home to a very, very uh, living example. Let us look at the devolution, uh, the spirit of devolution. Actually, when the revolution, uh, when we, we embraced the revolution, the revolution came to address some, some issues. And uh, the fact of having the revolution, uh, we wanted actually to, 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 uh, to, to embrace the social accountability. We wanted to bring service down to, to Mananchi. We wanted to involve Mananchi right from his house. And uh, I want you to look at Makweni County, for example. Makweni County, in fact, one of the youngest uh, county in Kenya, because I think the first uh, phase of devolution was not very good. Makweni, mm. there were those uh, rumbles yeah. around there, yeah. and at some point they wanted to dissolve that county. Mm. So actually, Makweni started uh, at uh, last election, just 2017, towards 2017, is when Makweni started working, and in a very short uh, time, Makweni has achieved a lot. There's nothing in Makweni. There's no oil in Makweni. There's no uh, titanium in Makweni. There's and, and nothing it's, in it's, Makweni. It's actually majorly uh, an arid area. An arid area. But Makweni has achieved quite a lot more than what uh, bigger counties have Why achieved. Why is that? Why is that? That's a good question. Uh, look at the leadership of Makweni. Uh, the Makweni governor has really embraced Who the Who is the governor of, uh, of Makweni? A very humble governor. And this governor has really embraced the issue of social accountability. The governor involved community in everything they are doing. Everything they are doing, the person, the, the governor involved the community. So if you go to Makweni, there are no these ghost projects. Mm. There are no unfinished projects. Come back to home, Kwale. Because I, I, I was about to go to my second point because I was talking about uh, the stages of social accountability. But I said the first stage is during the voting. Once you make the right choices, uh, everything will actually go a bit, a bit good. Not well, but it'll be a bit good. But after election, I think we need to move to the next stage. Uh, of uh, social accountability. This is the next stage. The next stage is what we call the, the social planning, whereby now the community, the Wananchi are being involved in planning for what they want. And here's where we have things like the CIDPs, the UIDPs, uh, whereby you come, you see. What are UIDP? Uh, you, what's a CIDP, CIDP and a UIDP? It's the oh, County Integrated 
development plan then UIDP is the urban okay uh, urban integrated development plan that's a national uh, at national level whereby uh, uh, in urban in UIDP you're supposed to involve the community you want to build roads eh? you need roads where do you need these roads we need the road here we need water we need schools what do you need in Kwale county just yes. the other day i remember this, this election um there was an mca who decided the road will go to his own homestead yeah. direct and the community went ahead and you know lashed at the um able mca to tell them that this is an this this is this is unbe- unbecoming you're taking me too fast huh? <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to avoid comment on that but i love to <laughs> here you are my apologies <laughs> so you, you you if you look at uh, social planning and when you are, we are doing our social planning we need to sit down Uh, as a county and we need to involve now the people the the mwananchi because whatever you want to do will affect them they're the taxpayers so you need to sit down and ask them what do you want maybe for these five years we need schools we need roads we need water we need uh, the, 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 the ACDs now after social planning you no, need to sit down and do what you call the social prioritization mm-hmm. we need to prioritize social planning definitely come first because you need uh, social planning is a bit br- uh, uh, broad, broad yeah. Yeah. because you need to plan maybe for what we need to do for uh, for five years but when you come to social prioritization we need to plan we not doing it out of the whatever we want to do, to do in five years Yes now what do we need in one year between a road and a school and water what do we need first first we need water then now we can't decide where is where we can the issues like the the adps the annual development plans eh? now we we decide now we need water roads schools but first we need water then the, the rest will come first now we need water now the issue of the mca you're talking about uh, it is very unfortunate in fact uh, uh, something that actually uh, I, we we need to 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 actually to 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 demonize that because i find that the mca uh, as usual uh, during the public participations people will be called to participate but also some government have been abusing this uh, this article of public participation they have been abusing in a manner that uh, because it is a requirement by the law for you to do public participation now they'll go out collecting the friendly people people who are friendly to the government people who can uh, cannot oppose anything that the government will propose these are the people who will be collected brought in a hall and actually rubber stamp whatever they want to do so you'll find there are few individuals who actually know their rights they want to take government to account and they want to question whatever government want to do and these people become the enemy of the of the state and uh, like uh, the issue of the, the MCA the MCA decided just he woke up and he said that i need not to put a cable road heading to to my home so one that road is not uh, actually on the map mm-hmm. there's no road there actually mm-hmm. and nikichochoro uh, nikichochoro iko katika barabara ya maji so ili jengwe a lot has to be done But the MC just woke up and akapiga mahesabu in these five years I want to leave a legacy behind and I, the only legacy I need I need to have a cable road is a cable road to my road and in fact the MC went ahead naming that road wait <laughs> so the road was even given a name let me say uh, Jamal is the MC and then you go ahead calling the Jamali road hmm. and uh, people are very angry in that public so you remember because i also attended that public participation people are very angry during that time and actually uh, what they did because uh, the mca went somewhere and say that uh, what are you mimi ndo mca wow 
wapende wasipende barabara tutajenga so what uh, the citizen did and i also address that one maybe later because uh, there are there are the avenues you can use as a citizen at when you feel that maybe you have been taken to a corner whereby uh, your rights are being violated you don't have that voice actually to raise uh, you have avenues you can use one of them is doing petitions you are being allowed by the by the law you can do petition uh, in in, in uh, some way by you feel maybe your views have not been captured so i, I remember that time uh, quite a number of uh, residents who against that proposal and, and because they felt that it's like maybe the mca might be very powerful to influence that road uh, they did a petition and i remember they did a petition to the county assembly and they copied that petition to the cc finance and i think also to the governor and uh, just like the how kenya is the petition actually was taken round taken round taken round and to my surprise i think uh, is it uh, two days ago uh, two days ago the contractor was brought to the site to construct that road so so it's underway it has been approved so when contractor came and uh, there were people actually people are, were angry and uh, and people actually it's like they stopped the contractor from actually doing the, going on with the project so the contractor said i need to go back and uh, it's like kunashida i don't know what the problem so the cc for road uh, came and i think i called for a meeting on saturday i think this saturday yesterday mm-hmm. yeah i called for a meeting yesterday so this thing is quite recent it's still millionaire no it's very fresh and it has been it has been it has take a different angle so yesterday there was a meeting at that site and uh, what uh, the mca did Uh, the MCA because there's that uh, the, the, the 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 issue of public participation because the majority democracy the majority always win what he did the MCA went to a certain corner collected some idol men that we call them maunga in our uh, local here so he collected them paid them 200 each so the the idea was uh, when the majority will say we need this road definitely no few they, they don't will be there so the monga came yesterday the cc was there i think the sub county administrator was there uh, the contractor was there and uh, as i speak they have approved the road actually will they'll begin construction very soon i don't know when so we are waiting and to, to Kashi, see and i'll tell you what yes. i am among those people who support the road to be constructed why there. look yes. at yes. you look tell at yourself why. yes yes you what see do you, do you need that road? the fact that uh, the public says that there should not be a road there does not mean that that public where is, is right. this road where is this road you wouldn't know where it is actually mm-hmm. <laughs> this is when you say if you know you know <laughs> <laughs> so 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 it is true the road is not all that important it's not even a road Not a road, my they are justified but it's being used by people eh? and cars politically <laughs> <laughs> and uh, jamal let me remind one thing eh? he's among the people who are taken given 200 maybe just maybe <laughs> to to, <laughs> to rubber stamp that idea it has come to a point whereby now the the, the local leadership uh, has begun dividing people there are those who are believed to be wageni and they are on not allowed lines. yeah it's like they are not allowed uh, to participate on anything concerning that road go there again not even in tribal lines it's like uh, village a and village b. b same tribe same people but because you come from village b and the road is cutting across village a you have no, you have no right to come and uh, and, uh, and oppose this road but it's their not for getting that, money. Uh, these people are paying taxes yeah the tax they'll pay taxes this road will affect these people 
but, but Kash, uh, yes. in as much as uh, there is some fact in what you're saying, yes. you also cannot ignore the, the fact that there is uh, some underlying interest not to build that road. So even those who are opposing the road, they can't say they are speaking from a point of absolute uh, right. They also have some hidden agendas. Those who are opposing? Yeah. Like, give me one agenda maybe you think might be the reason behind that. I, I'm not actually very uh, into, aware with the details. I just know where the road is. And I support but, uh, it for, for one reason, actually. Yes, one, mm-hmm. the reason I'm supporting that road because uh, there are relatives of mine who will benefit from it having been there. <laughs> you see? And uh, unless that road is built, they may never enjoy the taxes that I've been paying for in this country. So all for this the way. family. And maybe the return might be the MCA. Yeah. Because Anyways, uh, long short of everything. Yeah. Uh, I think Kashi is trying to highlight um, the accountability thing. But also when you're talking about social accountability, there is also the element of um, the, the NGOs. And, and this is the world of Kinakash. Like I'll give you an example. We, I believe we, we have all in one way or the other worked with some non-governmental projects in the communities. And the question that we should be asking ourselves is, in those projects that we were involved in, how much uh, deliverables did we achieve? How accountable were we to the donors and also to the recipients? You know, because I've realized that that uh, that is also another big uh, field that is rarely addressed. And I'll give you some few examples. I I know this is normally not uh, discussed uh, on air, but let's talk about issues like violent extremism. There has been a lot of money that has been poured in uh, preventing and countering violent extremism. Actually, in Kualis has been, Kenya-wise, in mm. East Africa, has been the greatest beneficiary in terms of donor, donor funding, donor funding now, the question on counter-violence. Now, the question is, in terms of uh, impact, how much impact? Is there a way that we can be able to, to assess, assess the impact that uh, that funding, the projects that have been done, have had on the community? And uh, if yes that would be a model that we can even bring the government people to study. If not, what is it that can be done to improve such things? There are those two choices. And then there is the third um, option. Do we even, are we even aware that there should be some sort of uh, accountability in such programs? Yeah, yeah but you of know? course. Because I, I, I want to be honest, like personally, um, I've been engaged in with several non-governmental projects. And in some cases, you may want to act in absolute uh, good faith to deliver. But then again, there might be hurdles or other challenges that go beyond your capacity. What kind of challenges are you talking about? It depends with the kind of projects that you're in. Like um, when you're in uh, dealing with matters CVE or PVE, there are things that you love to... First of all, you have to take care of your own uh, security. Yeah. You know? The other thing is there is a very slim chance of uh, people misinterpreting your interest, I mean, or rather your, your actions. You can easily be seen as the enemy when you're just trying to, be, to do the good work. There are other issues like uh, projects like when they talk about entrepreneurship and you go out there to train young people on skills and uh, development. <coughs> you go there and you realize that the funding that is being provided is for skills development in entrepreneurship. But then you realize that the problem is not a skill development in entrepreneurship. The problem is attitude. 
and you cannot start diverting funds meant for entrepreneurship training to build in attitude because that again will put you in uh, in uh, in conflict with the donors because donors are very specific when they're issuing their funds these funds are meant for entrepreneurship training but you come to the ground you realize that the problem is not entrepreneurial skills mm-hmm. So, but I guess that is uh, one of the issues that are there in light of social accountability. Before you, uh, the programming guys. That, that, that's what I'm trying to bring out. Is, is putting more emphasis on what the civil society and other groups are, can actually push towards social accountability. Mm. More in also holding the government responsible. Accountable. Yeah, mm. accountable. Because we look at social responsibilities more of the government and the citizens the the citizens being the recipients. recipients and the government being the provider of the of the social um, i mean uh, of the services social services that they there's the citizens are supposed to receive so jay is now putting uh now there's a there's there's a group of this the organizations uh civil society who also come in yeah Yeah. to complement what the government yeah, is to complement what the yeah. government yeah and more also to make aware the citizens what actually the government is doing what they're supposed to know what what they're supposed to do what they're supposed to how they're supposed to go about with um, social responsibility just like uh, what who is doing but this is because most of the people in the civil society are also members who live within these communities and also have this dream you know and i'll quote one young guy last year we met he talked of his vision for diani he said he does not understand how leaders within such kind of area the way diani is more is known globally than the country itself Kenya people know Diani more than the country Kenya he says why is Diani not looking like California where the, i think it's Hamza who said he's looking forward kule beach kuena mali a recreational park a recreational park we don't have that and it's we our right build toilets first before they actually do that <laughs> build toilets toilets there are no toilets on the beach but the, no. gov- the government actually the county government are realized that you guys need toilets look at what of them done no actually the county government of Kwale <laughs> said so many toilets more than even the schools of, they're saying they're blowing it out of proportion mm-hmm. and the problem is that there are no there's no land in Kwale to build most oh, of yeah. this yes they say there's no land to build most of these toilets so mm-hmm. they came with a proposal cash and team of how about you have temporary toilets zile za wazungu za events they say no 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 you are tutakula pesa nyingi brilliant idea mm. but wrong platform mm, okay yeah so before you go into tunyewapi the, the name of the pro, the hashtag the, the, hashtag, <laughs> the, the pro, program is it a program or initiative, initiative, initiative. is tunyewapi yeah. initiative mm. to mean where can we shit yeah So before he addresses the where should we shit in terms of social accountability there's a question that was posed by Jay how about you redress that Okay uh, I think you have touched on several issues and I want to respond on few of them uh, uh, Jay has talked about uh, how can we measure impact on what the civil society is doing vis-a-vis the government Uh, what I want to say is that uh, in Kwale, let me talk about Kwale, the civil society has done quite quite some good job. 
uh, on the issue of governance, the issue of uh, CVE. And um, I've, I've just been imagining what would have been happening in Kuala right now if there were no civil society. In fact, in the issues of CVE, civil society has done quite, quite a lot. Now, uh, when you talk about social accountability, not only we take government into account, we also need to take the civil society to be yeah. into account. We also need to take the private sector to be accountable for what they're doing because we have different private sector, we have different projects. Like the best attainment is doing quite a number of projects. Then we need to know what are they doing and what they're doing. Is it right? Because they also, they also need to come and also uh, ask us what we want. Do, we, do you need a hospital? Then they, do we need, if we need a hospital, they consult us for us. So they need also, we need also to know what they are doing. And civil society, actually, before the, any project begins, there's normally what we call the inception, the inception stage, whereby you need to meet the, the beneficiaries. Uh, you need actually to, 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 to let them understand what you, what you want to do, how much do you have to, to do that, and uh, who will benefit in that project. This is being transparent being now. Transparent. Do you think it's a good idea to tell them how much you have for projects? Definitely it's a good idea, a very good idea. And yeah, I'd say why. That's because, interesting. Uh, uh, most of the most of the of the of the projects uh, being done by the civil society, some of them have failed, and uh, because of not being transparent enough, uh, because the, the the community always will always maybe there's some expectation from them. So you need to tell the community, I have this project, I have one million, and this one M will do one, two, three, four, so that when you're beginning that project, they should not expect so much from you. Because I'm, I'm trying to assume that maybe you, you, you just come in, uh, you start a project, then immediately the, the community start asking you, I'm going to get transport. But the problem is who can be able to Now that's where the attitude comes in, whereby Jeblak was addressing. Actually, yes. the problem is the attitude, exactly. not even. But one thing I've, uh, I've learned with the community, mm. once you are very transparent with them, mm they will accept you the way That's you are. True. And uh, being transparent from the word go, before you begin that project, mm. call them. Nikona project, I have one M. Nitataka mkutano, lakini sina transport. I'll only give you water. Mm. So when they are coming to that meeting, they know that they, already they only know. get water. And as soon as have done quite a number of these projects without funds, and we have been doing them. Because mm. what you are doing, you're actually trying to assist the community. You know, you're not actually, because when, in, in, in non-governmental organization, whatever you want to do should not benefit you, but the community. Yeah, definitely. And one, you must be transparent with them. And uh, when you're doing uh, this project, you also need to be transparent with, the, with, the, with the, your donor. You need to report back to your donor. Whatever you're doing, you need to report back. And even uh, and when it comes to a point, maybe you want to know to, to exit from that project, you also need to sit down with the community. But you are going out. Mm. That's quite when a you good way to handle you, it. You, yeah. you are going out. So there will be no conflict, especially when you're doing on the issues of CV. You need to be very transparent on some issues because, especially the issue concerning money, you need to be very transparent with them. Because. Now, coming back to what civil society is doing mm. uh, to on social accountability. In fact, I'll say in Kwale County, 
Uh, okay, you talked about the issue of measuring impact. How do you measure impact? Because uh, Jamala said that uh, Kwale County is one of the county which has received so much money from the donor, which to, is very true. Yeah, to, ca- to, to counter violent extremism, yeah, yeah. which is very true. Yeah. Because one, Kwale County actually is uh, is more affected yeah. compared to other counties. Kwale County is more affected. And uh, what the civil society has done, actually has done a great job. And uh, I want uh, just uh, I want you to measure impact of what maybe the civil society has done for some few years. If you uh, you can remember, like uh, three years ago in Kwale, mm. uh, I'm very sure uh, in every week there was a shooting, and uh, uh, probably on after every one day, two or three M-Pesas were being robbed. Yes. It was actually normal mm. of the day. But can you measure now that impact? You, if you look back now, you sit down and look. You can have a, a, a whole month no single M-Pesa has been robbed. You can have a whole month no one has been shot. This means that there's quite work which has been going on uh, behind the curtains. And this work has been done by the civil society. Because civil society in Kuala has really, really done a lot. And uh, you, the you, issue you, of... Uh, you are a great ambassador for them. <laughs> 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 because I, I, I can see the, the, the impact. I can see what they, what they mm. have done. And uh, uh, Jay has talked of something. He say that uh, you get money from the donor. Uh, and they realize that uh, you're taking that man to the wrong direction or to the wrong people. Uh, because, uh, and uh, one thing is that uh, you find that, uh, like in Kuala County, most of the CSOs in Kuala County, especially the civil society working uh, on the on CV, we, we, we do our work mostly based on research. And uh, before you take that money where you want to take it, you need to do a research first, understand where, what, 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 what is the problem. Now, well, how much do I need maybe to, to solve this problem? And uh, Is it always about money? It's not always about money. And when you talk about how much, it's not about money. Also, the, 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 the manpower mm-hmm. is how, how many people do you Human need resource. To, to, yeah, to, 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 actually to achieve what you want to achieve. And uh, most of the civil society in Kuala County have been conducting research. And that actually, I say, is the base of everything. Because uh, the, the impact we are seeing, the achievement we are seeing, actually are the outcomes of the, of, the, of the studies which have been conducted in Kuala County. Now, I want to ask you one thing. Is there any study, uh, given the fact that uh, the issue of violent extremism is actually very huge in Kuala. Is there any study which has ever been conducted by the county government of Kuala on uh, violent extremism? Do they have a research institution? So have when, a when they say that we are, we are building schools, who told them we need schools? <laughs> actually, this is based on the fact that the governor worked within the civil society space. One thing I want to tell you that especially the issue of bursaries in Kuala is not working to address the issue of violent extremism at all, at all. Why? Uh, you find that, uh, like we did a research sometimes back in 2017, and you find that one, it's true that one of the, the push factor uh, is a lack of education. Very true. Now, the county government has a bursary scheme. I want to take an example. You go to a village A, and in this village A, the top student for the last six years in KSP has uh, never gone beyond 250 marks, the top student for the last six years. And this is one of the hotspots of uh, VE. Now, on the other hand, we have a bursary scheme from the county government. And this bursary scheme has a cut mark, uh, whereby for you to, to have a full uh, scholarship, you need to get, uh, is it 350 marks? Yeah, 350. Yeah. The, the, the privileged ones within the exactly. community. Now, can you tell me 
is the, is the bursary scheme actually addressing this issue? Because from the hotspot, the top student has never reached beyond, has never gone beyond 250 marks. This simply means that no student from that village can access the county bursary scheme. This means that no student from that village, given the, 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 the economical background, uh, the poverty level, this means that no single student from that village will actually go to beyond class 8. So, the issue of bursary in Kuala County is not addressing the challenges of violent extremism. We need to restructure, and this is something we have been actually talking about this, but uh, you'll always be bashed out and you bursary Yes, mnapeana bursary, but to the wrong people, to the wrong target. And we are trying to, to reach the county government, and uh, it's like we need to talk about this issue. And we come, we, we can come with like an affirmative action. You can say, okay, our pass mark is 350, yes, but uh, because we need to address, because we have research which has been done, and this research actually has always out but not the, with the, the county areas. government. Not with the county government, but they can they can actually uh, work on what uh, the civil society has done because we have quite a number of studies which have been done around, and these studies actually even mapped out the areas which need to be to be reached out. So the county government can come with the scheme whereby our max is three hundred and fifty, but maybe you can decide from these areas we'll take the top three students. Whether they get 100 or they get 200 or they get 300, we'll take the top three students today and offer them full scholarship. And if they do this for five years, I'm telling you, we'll have actually addressed this issue. Part of the issue. Part of the issue. Two, they talk about uh, polytechnics. polytechnics polytechnics. Now, if you go down there, you find that uh, most of these youth, most of them, uh, six, seven, they drop out. And those who manage maybe to reach class eight are frustrated. And uh, in Ambidu like Jana, you need to wake up every morning atafute maisha, atafute kazi. So the whole day. This person needs somewhere he can get at Is least it, kitu. Isn't the polytechnic uh, I, for, for some time actually? Last time I went, I visited one in Wakatule J. We had a project. We polytechnics party talks. We used to talk to them, empower mm-hmm. them. Um, that was the last time I was there. And from that time, I realized it was half day. It was half day. Which polytechnic was that? Mukuchini, unaitoaje? Mamambi. Mvumoni. Ilikuwa half day. So, is it still the same? So, when you talk of full day, the entire day, what what does that mean? What I, I mean is, eh, we need to, to to change our strategy. You know, when you want to address a problem, you need to 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 go where the problem is. I need to come with initiatives which are, which are, will will fit uh, the the problem. If we want to address maybe this issue of unemployment through polytechnics, then you can come with a different scheme whereby you know uh, the modern youth. Eh, uh, the modern youth attack Himalaya and Kuchokeshwa, six hours I make it to Anasoma. We need to come, yeah, we need to come with, with a model whereby you can have uh, one hour, go to class, seven hours, you do what you want to do. So that um, to Kijana Kamani from Jengo and as a Karaoka Jengoni, Pakasa Saba, Akaenda Jioni five, Akaenda class five, Pakasa six. Kama driving school. Kama driving school. You see, because mm. these are the issues we need to address. Because if you have a child, you have to pay for it. So you have to pay school fees. Because of the level of poverty. So if you can come with a model whereby you can just spend maybe one hour in polytechnic, Rudy, fanya kazi yako. Also the issue of women. Ukiwambia, uh, the challenge we need to address the issue of women, especially in Kuala Count, if we want to address the issue of violent extremism. Because we have uh, challenges uh, actually with the women. 
most of women in county are not uh, very educated. That's a fact. And secular education or um, secular education. Mm. When you talk of education, you don't talk of religious education. Oh, currently in Kuala, um, Islamic no, religion. But, but basically, yes. when someone is talking and say you're not educated, mm. you wouldn't think, regardless of uh, how much religiously yeah. educated but, you are. But remember, yeah. but, <laughs> but remember, when you talk about CVE yeah. or counter oh, violence yeah. extremism, um, both religions are quite important exactly. in that. Um, for people who think that you are the problem or this is the problem, they find you if you are not educated religiously, then you are the one with an issue, you know, mm-hmm. compared to having the secular education. So both levels of education are quite important. So I just wanted to get that clarification, like from what point um, of education is he... It's secular driving? education. So far that most of women in Kuala County are not very well educated. And most of them are primary school dropout. And uh, some of them have never even stepped in a primary school. And uh, they have ended up actually in early marriages. Most of them have ended up in early marriages. And you find that... Uh, and early pregnancies. Early pregnancies. And these marriages do not last. Most, especially those who have ended up in early pregnancies, they end up, most of them, they don't get married. And some of them who get married, the marriage never lasts. So we have uh, quite a huge number of single mothers around. Account. And uh, this has been a great challenge. Now, we find this is a single mother, maybe with two or three kids. And uh, this mother is not educated. And you expect this person to earn a living. How will this person earn a living? It has been a challenge. But if you ask the county government, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. According to me, the masanduku or the, 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 the networks, uh, women networks around, actually I normally call them the, the rich path to poverty. Uh, because uh, actually... It's a zero-sum game. It is a, it's a minus, not even zero. It's a negative <laughs> to our women. And I'll tell you why later. Now, uh, what you've been thinking around is that uh, we can come up with a model because these women need at least to have some life skills. Uh, life skills actually come kushona uh, such things eh, these women need but another th- thing is time another thing is time because this woman this woman will wake up very early in the morning and school fees now do you think if you take this woman to a class at a summer no no not true now we have been thinking around you can come up with the model whereby we can have just one hour for this woman to sit in class. Give the woman the, the whole day, afanyi shuli zake, angalia watoto, aoshe vyombo, apike chakula, anakuja class five, up to six, alajifundisha kushona. Maybe in, in two, three months, atakuwa shajwa kushona. Then empower this woman, mpatie machine, maanze, achanze kufanya kazi, will actually address the issue of uh, uh, unemployment, and that will be a plus on the own uh, violent extremism. There are two questions I'd like to pose to Kash. I know we're asking you so many questions. Let me just answer the, the, the yeah. there's one yeah. you, you, you talked about the social accountability, what the civil society is doing, especially in Kuala, uh, to, to, to put government on toes. Uh, uh, I, compliment the government. Compliment, no, not really complimenting. I won't call it complimenting. <laughs> uh, if you come to Kuala County, we have uh, Kuala... CSOs consortium, oh, which, yeah, yeah, which yeah. has been doing great work in Kuala County, especially on the issue of social accountability. And uh, I think we, we did uh, social auditing. 
audited quite a number of projects. Before that, I, I feel it's important I give credit to the the school what? Coordinator? No, 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 the consortium. 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 Um, the Kuala Consortium was actually the team that was responsible for making sure that the Makonde community who've been living in the country for so many years to get identity cards. So they walked to the state house. It is an issue that started way back in 2013, if I'm not wrong. And by that time, the county governments had just been launched or had just started and they felt as a consortium, they need to push it towards the county governments for them to address the issue. But that failed on deaf, uh, deaf uh, what yes. ears. I'm not trying to bad talk, or is it or is it called so? It is what it is. Asema, if the shoe fits, yeah, it is what it is. It is. So back to so what you you're saying. So you find that uh, when it comes to issue of social accountability, the Kuala CSOs consortium must be doing quite quite uh, some work. One is uh, the issue of Makonde. Uh, community. And also currently the, we're doing the social auditing of all the projects in Kuala County. And to my surprise we have like 40 projects in Kuala County. These are projects which were either started they were constructed, they are not in use and uh, like uh, on your way to Msambweni, there's a market stall which was constructed there. It has been lying there since it was launched. It has never been used. And then you come back to the question now. Was there social planning when the, that uh, building was being done there? It means that uh, no one needed that uh, market there, but the government went ahead constructing market. It has never been used. Taxes have been, uh, been used there. We have like, uh, there's this drainage system from Kunda all the way to the, to the river. I had that project. Look at that, 40 million. Yeah, actually, some people there. have renamed it to River Amvuria and, and River Chani. Chani, they are on the other yeah. side. Uh, Which are not rivers, they actually drain it. Man made river, we call yeah. them the man made rivers. <laughs> so you find that uh, 42M has gone to that man made river and nothing is happening. So you have around 40 projects. These are ghost the projects which are not actually working. And uh, they have used a lot of money. And uh, soon or later, I think we'll be having some county officials uh, going to court because uh, we, we, there's the plans actually to, to, to take uh, this matter much, much uh, fired. Uh, and I think we need to, to, to teach somebody a lesson, just one, and maybe you things will change. It will. And uh, very soon. Having said that, uh, Kashi, thanks a lot for your response. <coughs> there is an issue that I would like you to highlight as well. Did he actually respond to all the questions that no, you I asked? I think they are on two. Um, one more. What And this is on the issue of social uh, responsibility, social accountability. Okay. And uh, like the Kuala CSO Consortium, uh, I think last year, it was, it was the beginning of this year, last year, it was the end of last year and the beginning of this year. We realized one thing, there's a gap in Kuala County on uh, health and uh, especially speaking about the mental health. Uh, we realized that in Kuala County, there's no any institution, single institution actually working or uh, on mental health. And uh, given the fact that the health is devolved, but we depend on the whole coast region depends on portraits. So we, we thought there's that need to have a, a mental institution in Kuala County. Because we, we did a research and we found that we have quite quite a number of uh, mentally ill people. So there's that need to have a mental mm-hmm. uh, institution in Kuala County. As civil society, we saw this is a need and we need actually to, to face the government. 
because uh, health is a right, is a right. We need to, to actually to face the government. We sat down with the Kuala County government. We did a petition to the Kuala County Assembly. And uh, we raised our concern and uh, they, in fact, uh, they were very legitimate and uh, they thought that actually this is a need. We have never thought about this, but it's something which you need to work on. And uh, actually, I think we, we went there to defend our petition sometimes early this year. And I'm very sure something is being done. And uh, very soon we should be having a mental facility in Kuala County which is a plus to the civil society. And is it to the civil society or to the county government of Kuala and the communities that are living within? To the taxpayers. <laughs> there's, a, there's this issue of, uh, uh, of toilets along the beaches. Uh, initiative. Actually, this is something maybe it's like a movie come a drama. Because you find that, uh, I, I think in the, is it 2018-2019 uh, budget, something like that, I saw somewhere where by the county government of Kuala wanted to have a Wi-Fi in Ukunda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a World Bank. It was a World Bank project yes. where each, um, there was supposed to be a, what recreational centers mm. where will access free internet and currently so the county government has only done that with Ukunda ward I don't know about I think, Bongo. Uh, the admin's office something like that showground oh. showground but yourself? it's only Ukunda showground where okay. there is free wi-fi so so yes it's free wi-fi so if you want free access it's actually not free because you have to you use a password but it's still free. You don't pay monetary wise. Why? What's the work no. of that password? You don't have password. It's not free. Then uh, having a Wi-Fi in a in a city where there are no toilets, there are no public toilets, it's a shame. Ukunda is actually the heart of Kuala County. It is. Diani has been named the best African, the best tourist destination in Africa. For I think the third time, the fourth, fourth, fourth time, year was the fourth time. Yeah. No, actually, it's five times. It's five five times. times. Damn. Because leading this destination. But you go down the beaches, there is no single public toilet along the beaches. No single public toilet. And you know why? I don't know. The government, the county government doesn't care about the beach. It's only the hoteliers uh, who... Really? I, I, actually, regarding the same, Rufus, I'm um, sorry to cut you short, but I just want to... <coughs> These are the words of an hotelier, mm-hmm. a, a very senior hotelier in Diani. This, this is what he told me. Having the toilets by the beach is a noble idea. But if the government is going to build toilets the, like they normally do, they would rather not. You've seen all, all the way all government toilets, they stink. Actually, there's one in Bongo, Amboili, Ngiandani, Kavunjika. Yeah, so, so they are actually, yes, they want the toilets, but they're also concerned about its maintenance. Okay, there is, uh, these are just excuses, me, me pedal around, and because I remember we, we sat down with the county government to talk about this issue of toilet, because it's a serious issue. We need toilet in Ukunda, public toilet, toilets, I mean, and uh, along the beaches. Now, I was trying to advise the county government. Maybe you don't have the plot. It's because they were talking like, Kule Beach, uh, Yes, you don't have the plot. But uh, you can be smart enough. Uh, along the beaches, Tukuna Hotel, you have these hotels there. Uh, you can just pass a, a, a policy, a law, Palekwa County Government, to make sure every hotel in Aujengwa is public. 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 Public.
Yeah. If, if all hotels along the beaches you don't need to build public toilets. They're enough to serve the government. You just need a sharia to pass a law at the county assembly. So currently there's no there's no law to to guide to guide the the law which is there it uh, it details that every every business uh, person you need to have a toilet for your customer. So when you talk about the issue of uh, social planning, the county government of Kuala has failed because it has not planned the city. We've not planned Ukunda. That's true. Because we need to plan Ukunda. We need yeah. public toilets in Ukunda. We need market. Look at Ukunda, the city. We don't have a market. So apparently there's so there's many no ties. So-co. There's politics in there saying that this can be the SOCO. This is not the issue. Who said? Or there are documents to prove the same. So right now the county government land So they've been thinking of taking it to... My friend Jamali, there's no problem with land in Kuala County. We have, we have land. Enough land yeah, in Kuala we have County. Land. And uh, what, uh, what I know, uh, Kuala County, especially your, the Mvindeni market, uh, you know, you can't just go in a forest and start building a, a soko there. That uh, that market was done some some years back when that place was a forest. It was near Kwashonats, actually. Yeah. You need to do roads, you need to do electricity, you need to actually to have access to that place before you actually you, you build the, the, the market. Now, the county government rushed there, build a soko in a forest, then forcing people to go and occupy that soko. It never worked. And the issue of social accountability, the issue of public participation, the public was not involved in that process. So there's no way you can just go ahead, build your market, then tell people, and then you can't do You need to involve them in that process. The public was not involved. So public land is there. The only thing that is the government actually uh, in a plan. That's the problem. Because I was thinking, look at the CIDP, Aquale County, and Boilefanyo at the last juicy. You look around that CIDP and you start wondering, Okay, we are, we are talking about uh, Kuala being a, re, a resort city because Tunambua to Tajengua Airport. In the airport, it's airport area expand your say. Exactly. We are having the Shimoni uh, coming up. This put Ukunda at a central place. Ukunda is, will be a very big city. We already have a mayor. If, if we take uh, care of that. But you look at the five uh, years plan of Kuala County, there is no plan of sanitation plan. Hakuna kabisa. Now I'm trying to imagine hivi uh, vyo vitakuwa vinaenda wapi. Hakuna plan ya ku, ya ku take care of the sanitation, drainage system hakuna, hakuna bus parking stage ya mabasi ya mali imejengwa, hakuna soko, hakuna vyo vya uma. Now, and this is a physical thing. planning. Actually, another no thing, ukiangalia pia population ya ukunda ime grow. The level of uh, middle class uh, Uh, people within this county may grow. It's growing. Menelea Kombani is now a city, a small city within itself. There is yes. need to have regulations on the tuk-tuks, the piki-pikis, only if if we had barabara ambazo zimefunguka pakandani. Menelea. I remember we had this conversation with the director uh, then, I think he still is the tourism director and within his plans he said um, this five years Uh, it will be all about building these roads zifunguke uko i i have experienced this new road ya shimoni still under way jamaliziwa vizuri lakini they've actually done 7 kilometers yeah and the people are saying nothing but good you know because i was riding a boda boda and the guy was so passionate in light of what he's saying is like i barabara maze itatuletea mambo mazuri because 
it it has given them hope uh, we just need uh, to to restructure our thinking restructure the way we do things and uh, give community give the mananchi power to decide kashi sadly uh, the population in this country uh, the majority are young people you know from 618 to 35 years of age that's a majority so 35 is youth Yeah, at 5 you are youth about for, 50 of which if you are a politician i think ili songezwa paka age gani 70 say like raila <laughs> 75 <laughs> <laughs> bado bado unangoja vijana wa nchi na the younger generation they have this responsibility yes. he issue ya kwamba they do not have information about a number of things about the laws that are you know manning most of these projects and how to go about it because me najua for a fact that is public participation youth what are involved why is that young people do not participate in such kind of um, activities that are important they are subject to their own interest um once one i want to say that uh, you know access to information is your right as a citizen and is recognized by the constitution you have that right to access to public information and there are avenues you can use to access that uh, the information that's why you've been seeing like the auditor general mm-hmm. putting these uh, auditor accounts in on website yeah. you can access them through the website because mm-hmm. uh, these are public documents you need to access them at any time you mm-hmm. need um, you come back to the issue of public participation why are youth not involved so much mm-hmm. uh, you know we have uh, some structures down here at the at, at uh, county levels which according to me I don't see them working I like which ones uh, these old structures being used maybe to to mobilize uh, the people you will find that uh, uh, we have like uh, the the chairman village chairman and wanaambiwa kesho tunamkutano ita watu wale kwa mkutano public participation and you know especially with the community around eh, whenever there's a meeting always ni mkutano wa nwaze was yeah. the people who should actually discuss things yeah, because we are living in a system community system whereby we still respect the, the elderly yeah. so you find that uh, the person mobilizing will mobilize more over there was there because those these are the people who should decide for the what people need these are the people who should talk on behalf of the community so you find that and when they go there it's like uh, they have the whole uh, the whole scene they control everything there and the youths like they feel like uh, Yeah, yeah, I cannot challenge him because him I cannot challenge him there. So it's that is a, is, a, is actually a wrong platform for youth. And according to me I, I I'm trying to look at a scenario whereby if we need to involve the youth which we we need to involve them much much. So we I think we need to have a, a different actually participation running. We can have one participation and uh, we can have just a special uh, participation for youth mm. engage the won't, youth now. Won't that be expensive? What do we need to for public special mafuta mafuta for what watu wa serikali kuja pale public participation we have the village admins what is the function of the village admins we have the ward admins these are the people who are right there at the ground these are the people who can call a meeting at any time In, uh, the village admin doesn't need any 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 fuel to to call a meeting he's one of those young guys who never attend public but, meetings <laughs> but one 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 problem i think this is the problem the country government has brought and uh, yeah, they have to live this problem is because they, there's that uh, perception whereby whenever they call a meeting for public participation they need to give you some allowance mm. it's like they are bribing you now mm. that's why so a meeting 
Uh, do they still do that? They do still. I remember the last public reception. I, I saw people receiving transport. I don't know for what. Why, why should you have budget for that? That's why you now feel it's very expensive to do two, three public participation because you need to, to, to give people Mbumulo, which is very wrong. I wanted to ask him before you ask Ashi that question. Why don't you attend? Because Jay has a number of times participated <laughs> in these public participation events. Rufus, you've never been in attendance to most of this. I just want to know, like, what has been your reason? Because you speak on behalf of so many young people. I've never been aware of them. Ah. Yeah. I've never been aware of them. And to one that I was aware, it was more like uh, you don't belong to this community, so it doesn't really... You don't really count, you know. I feel so sad you saying that. <laughs> I, I actually feel Rufus no. is being uh, economical with the truth here. Uh, he's trying to be politically correct, correct. and I'll tell you why. Those political forums, they wouldn't be valuable to him. Public observations, are they political? No, 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 no. 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 He's, okay. Yeah, because personally, I think I have attended one at um, Vindeni where they were doing... Um, it was a budgetary thing, you know, and I personally just felt like this is bullshit. Whatever, whatever you're going to suggest, the committee will not take into consideration your opinions. And then again, I personally, I think it's just the way I'm, 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 I'm wired. I personally don't believe in that type of policy making, taking that avenue for policy development. What is your strategy to go about the same? You, you, no, no policy that is, I personally feel like the masses do not understand what is right for them in the long run because the masses do not do research. They do not understand long-term planning. They do not um, understand um, so many other factors. Uh, it's just like a political forum. What is good at a political forum at that moment, I can guarantee you it will not be good in six years' time. It won't be good in three years' time. Right and I think this is the reason Rufus is telling you that he does not attend these budget um, forum. forums. Because there is that challenge, Kashan will agree with me, yes. there is that challenge that whatever you propose... It's not put into consideration. And you also highlighted the second challenge why uh, people do not attend this forum. I personally detest them for two reasons. One, you will feel out of place <laughs> as a young person. Kivipi, kuna waze. See, at a story, waze. there is that. You love to belong to a certain... Uve official. See, you see, uve official. Of a certain class. No, no, I don't want to call it class, but <laughs> there is a way of thinking that if you belong to that you way of thinking, you cannot fit to. to that crowd that yeah. is there. Hmm. Hmm. And, uh, and, and that is the sad yeah. truth. And you, you subconsciously acknowledge this. Because I've been attending several yeah, whatever you said is right. And now we have uh, a situation of context and culture. Yes. And do you, uh, and do you think context and culture uh, can be unfriendly and 
a hostel when it comes to public uh, participation, participation yeah. and yeah. social accountability too. I agree with you, but I still disagree with you, all of you, because uh, the issue of public participation, and I always blame the, these uh, well-informed young men who don't attend these functions. The rofuses. <laughs> the rofuses. We don't you do have it. given your reason. Ah, no, well, there, is, there is one that I, I have uh, to bring, because I understand <laughs> yes. however much input I give it won't be it won't it count. won't be actualized and I don't want to waste my time engaging in things that are not giving me value I have a time scale I mean I have a time frame that things that need to be achieved in my life but uh, and I need to commit time doing other things in, a, in in as much as I want the country to be run in the right way yes. we have to realize that not every youth will be geared towards achieving uh, the right governance And I'll give you an example. Let me digress slightly. You see, with humanity, if you were to eliminate all masculine men, masculine, no, I'm talking about masculine men. There are men who are not masculine, and I mean men who understand manhood. If you were to eliminate those men, the society will be lost. But those men are very few. Every man, every young boy growing up those kind of men. But not all men get there. A real man. So it's the same thing when it comes to governance. There are people who understand the truth, but they know their truth is limited to a certain capacity. I personally want things to be done well politically, but I also know very much that uh, politics is too tiring and I do not have the energy to engage in such things. Kwa sababu, for the same reason, it's for the same reason I actually stopped watching news. Now, that's why I say that. I, I, I just I want blame. to focus on making my life better in a way that I don't need to be dealing with every other thing. So, Jay, you are very selfish. Huh? You know why? <laughs> yes. You, know, you, know, you are really concentrating on making your life better. For forgetting that uh, you love children, is a millennial children, and these children will not depend on you, but uh, what uh, the society the will d- have d- done decisions for them. will be made on be- on their behalf. Exactly. So I always blame the, the such young is, men eh? like you. I yeah. understand you. I understand mm. your concern, and your concern actually is like uh, 90% of youth think in your line. And it's very wrong. It, it talked it's of being crowded. programmed. It talked of being programmed when we began exactly. this episode. And you have been programmed to think in that like because because you can now leave that uh, highway for the government to do what they want to, to manipulate. Do. I've been attending these public participations. Uh, so many of them uninvited because now they they they, they come up with a different system. Uh, for you to be invited, you have to be sent an SMS. Kesho sa tatu njoka hall. That's so, That's so interesting. That's so yeah, now I get it. This is what I believe, yeah. Uh in the futility of attending uh, budget participatory, I mean public participation um uh, programs. I don't think that's the way it can be valuable to the people of Kwale. If I want to push policy and uh, uh you know, contribute towards policy development, I think there are ways that will be will make me deliver more value than public participatory. How? So the fact that I'm not attending those forums should not be mistaken as someone who is being unresponsible socially. You it's only that I find that strategy. <laughs> it's only that I find that strategy 
irresponsible. I'll tell you why. With examples. He still holds to his opinion that you are irresponsible. The government actually fear young people, especially those who are enlightened. The government fear them. And they'll do everything to lock them out. And uh, if we want this quality to move somewhere, the young people, especially those who are enlightened, need to take up their responsibilities, need to come back home and take responsibilities. And one of the responsibilities is to take social accountability. Uh, I'll give you an example, Kinondo Wadia, just uh, across here. We have been having such issues uh, whereby during public discussions, eh, the specific people who have been invited, Jamal, Jay, Rofas, these are the people who are in every public session to our now to when I invite you because whatever could have a stamp, whatever it has soma pale, yes, whatever it has soma, yes, nivyo ivyo. So we came up with a plan. You rush there. Whether you come from that word or not, as long as you come from Kwale. Kwa kuna hiyo shida imekuja whereby you, you, you go for pulp participation wewe umetoka ukunda wa dukenda kinondo wa unafukuzwa. Mm. Kwa nini unafukuze? Na wewe ni mkaji wa Kwale. It's the same thing, yeah. Kama mkaji wa Kwale. Two, why should it be made be a secret? Kama kuna pulp participation, it should be made public one week before itangazwe kila mtu ajue kuna public participation mali fulani. So I like what uh, people of Kinondo are doing. Uh, Kinondo, they realize that gap and they realize that their people are not very informed. And they realize that whatever they put on the table, I end in Mali. So the young people took the initiative. Waka mobilized community and they form what they are calling uh, budget champions. It's just a group of young people. They are budget champions. In every village, wamejikusanya, wanatengeza champion. Wow. So what they make sure, before public participation EJ, one end after your document, you know, like two, three days. How before. do they access that such kind of this information? This information is the counter. In fact, the law you should this you should access the information before few days before the public participation. Usually, you are given what they during the do, same day. Ile siku nafika pale na patomla ngono kiingia. It's a back document. Yeah, come a hundred pages. And you you are expected to to go through that the hundred pages within five yeah within five minutes and you will give you input which is uh, which is not possible. So what they normally do they go for this document. The young people will go for this document. Wakai na waze wasome wa translate kwa waze. He na sema hivi na manisha hivi na what do you think? This is how we think. Then when I chukua mwenye oyote wanapatia mtu moja Jamal. So public perception ikija atutaongea sote Jamal will talk on behalf of as Kinondo people. Would be of Kinondo people because this is what we people of Kinondo need. So they wakija public expression watasimama sisi wa Kinondo bana. Tunataka bohol, tunataka shule, tunataka hiki na hiki na hiki. This is what we need. After that they'll do follow up. Kwa sababu kwa kuna kuja validation now to validate whatever you said even on litaka they do follow up with that and they are working very well. But this problem is within Ukunda whereby youth are very busy. Within Bonga Gombato, <laughs> youth are very busy. The and, urban uh, setup the of urban, Kwale County, yes, actually. But, uh, this is a, this CBD. Is a great challenge. So I think uh, youth need to rethink this and you need to take up this responsibility because unless you do that, we are not... And I think that's the reason why we have more, we have very damaging issues within this count, these words that you've talked of, yeah. Ukunda and Bongo Gombato. Yes. I'm looking at um, the most affected in light of CVE exactly. being affected on other issues of education and access to information. Most of the young people within the same words, wamaranyingi ndo wanakuwa 
hawana information kwa hivyo maisha yao yanazidi kuwa magumu i want us to wind up this discussion maybe if you have questions jay you had a specific question for cash he has actually covered it in his uh, converse, uh, in the conversation yeah. yourself but you feel that you are irresponsible no my responsibility <laughs> is to myself first to my people <laughs> and to my generations and that's what i'll prioritize but, but I'll, uh, as i wind up i just want to say this one of the challenges that uh, the community has been facing is uh, dependency people depend too much on uh, the government they depend too much on ngos they depend too much on programs coming from out there and you have to realize that uh, the, the responsibility you are resp- it's, it's your responsibility to succeed well, if you fail it it won't make any difference if you cast that blame elsewhere so it's very important for for the community to i mean for members of the community for you out there the youth you know mm-hmm. take care of your take care of yourself you know yeah so hard uh i think as the black has said we depend on the government and to a point where we can't tell what we deserve we we think every whatever the government does for us it's um it's a favor and the government knows this and that's why we have uh all these manner manners of launches that you you go ahead to uh we celebrate them not knowing that actually you deserve it mm-hmm. yeah so far more important i think it, it has to start with me uh to participate in these um um do you social uh, yeah. do you really mean what you're saying yeah, so i really know actually it's uh, it's uh, it's eye opening mm-hmm. yeah when i actually when i went to uh to void void yeah and the old lady of my uncle telling me you know yeah i do get text messages so like oh this is so serious and i've never paid attention to this mm-hmm. you know mkokishi kama mzungu kenya yeah exactly <laughs> you know and also here in kwale county because like i've spent much of my life here but one more thing uh we've been wired in a uh to think that is the is the is your job uh it's the job of human uh, rights activist yeah to do that for us you know and not we the citizen to to go ahead and ask for this information ask for this um hold the government accountable we tend to think that's the job of dr kashi and the others to do that i think uh and also we we need to know that the government doesn't care whether we we are aware of this or not so it's up to us it's our responsibility to to make a follow up of this thing because we're not doing them for ourselves we're doing it for our generation to come and more important uh to thank you dr kash for the good job you guys are doing keep on please because we realize actually we need you people so much yeah Yeah with me I just want to thank you JFM and I what you are doing actually it's uh, you are doing a great job 
in highlighting some of these challenges facing people, the young, especially the young in our community, and actually getting these messages down to the youth out there. It's very, very appreciated. And uh, keep on that work. Uh, and I, I also want to speak uh, to the youth out there. And uh, I think uh, at this moment, the youth need to, to rethink, to change their strategies, and the youth need to take up responsibilities, take up the leadership of this county. Because there's no any single uh, county which has ever succeeded without the youth. And I think uh, the research which was done recently, we found that uh, Africa is the, more, is the youngest continent because you have the majority of the population are youth. And uh, another question comes in, how are youth benefiting from, uh, from, the, from this opportunity? Because that's an opportunity. Being a youth is an opportunity. How are they benefiting from this opportunity? I think they need to think around. Like Kwale County youth need to think. We know Kwale, we have maybe limited access to employment. But I think we need to think of self-employment. Because I think in Kwale we have uh, quite huge lands. Mm which are not uh, utilized. And resources. And resources are there. So I think the youth need to start thinking around agriculture. How can they invest in agriculture, agro-business? You can, how can you invest in that and start making money? How can you uh, use your talents? Because you have quite a number of talents in Kuala County. You have good footballers. We have good uh, actors. actors. So how are we benefiting from these talents? And I think... Uh, Rufus is an R&B artist. You see, so you need to now to start benefiting from this talent. And uh, now, how are you passing that talent to? You are, you are to the other generation. Because if you have talent, make sure that talent, you also pass it on to somebody else so that you can grow a big, a big, a big number. And the youth need to take up responsibilities take the government to account. Because one thing I realize that uh, when uh, youth uh, uh, take the, take uh, this, uh, the county government uh, on tours, uh, actually things, uh, things, things, things will move. So I think the youth need to wake up, stand up for their, because whatever they're doing is actually their right, is in the constitution. They need to understand the constitution. They understand their roles. Uh, as, uh, in, so in social accountability, they need to know their roles, their oversight, they need to do to do oversight because that's the, the role of the community to make sure whatever was done uh, actually uh, is being implemented. They also need to do the social auditing. They need to, so to audit all these projects done by the county government, but done by the national government and see is there any value for money? If no, what can we do as youth? And uh, they can reach out and the civil societies out there also need to talk to them because uh, we need to reach out to the communities because we know uh, majority of our members of the society are ignorant. We need to, to inform them. We need to let them know what they should, they need to know. We need to talk to them. We need to, to actually to let them understand. So it's a responsibility which we need to take on. And uh, we, I think we are prepared for that responsibility. And also the county government need to listen to us, sit down, and we need to sit around the table. The county government, civil society, private sector, the community, sit around the table and then we talk and we move on like Makweni. Makweni is doing very well. We need to borrow something from that. Right now, so the move is from Machakos to Makweni. Uh, Machakos is just PR. Oh, now people are planned. People are working. Sure. Yes. So I will summarize um, all that we've discussed in only five points. All that we've said is that uh, social accountability means holding public officials and service providers to account for their actions and performance. It can improve service delivery and community empowerment 
in the projects that have been put out there. Secondly, factors that provide an enabling environment for social accountability, which include organized community groups, responsive government officials, access to information and sensitivity to culture and context is quite important. Thirdly, mechanisms for social accountability which include participation by citizens and community groups in project planning, budgeting and monitoring are of great importance to consider. And also um, that the relationships between um, participation and social accountability is also very important in influencing government officials and community representatives to reflect and respect the wider community and bring about improvement of the urban services that we were talking about. You talked of Tunyewapi initiative, you know. And lastly, that social responsibility is linked to personal accountability and refers to the attitudes of responsible citizens and organizations that consider the impacts of their actions on the wider community. And this is actually highlighted but by, by what Rofus just realized that this weekend he got the text messages. He realized that the county government was sharing information like there's this happening within um, Voi, Taita Taveta County, you know, and he feels that he has to realize the same where he's living and where he's actually participating fully, which is Kuala County. And for that, I just want to end this um conversation by playing one one of the songs that uh, actually Dr. Kashi has uh, mentioned within his kode lakini ni ni Bob Marley cover get up stand up yeah. by the hatens out there do you want the real Mm. Asante sana. So this is how we're going to end this show by playing this song. Enjoy. supported by our platinum sponsor Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa located in Diani Diani Reef Resort and Spa nice people taking care of nice people it's not a hotel it's a way of life beyond the boundaries of taste with multi cuisine dining outlets bars and well appointed rooms promising nothing but the ultimate holiday experience. For bookings and more information, log on to their website on www.dianireef.com. Diani Reef Beach Resort and Spa. Going anywhere starts here.